0: Today on Help, I Sex with My Boss. I tell Jordan all about my holiday to Miami. William finally reveals his cloak. I've got a hot and steamy treat for Jordan.
1: And is it ever okay to slide into someone's DMs who you've met in the doctors? If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever.
1: Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, what should you do if aloe vera isn't working on your sunburned skin? Hello Ben. Or, can you send a meal back at a restaurant because you didn't like it? Hello Jordan. Can you do that?
0: Um, Well, if it's not to your taste, no, you ordered it. If there's anything wrong with it... Raw. It's mm-hmm. not cooked. It's frozen, yes. But if it's But if you just oh well it's not it's got coriander in. I'm not a big fan of coriander. No, you can't.
1: And uh what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not usually hands against... But we're not your usual agony ants, are we, William Hansen, the UK's leading Etiquette expert and viral top ticker?
0: No, we're not, Jordan North, radio presenter and last week's birthday boy. I'm more supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, you're more atrocious. And that's from Andy.
1: Thank you, Andy. Can you spell supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? Yes. No, you can't.
0: Yes, I can. No, you cannot. Okay, I will not look at that. Okay, go on. S U P E R C A L I F R A G I L I S T I C E X P I A L I D O C I O U S. Of course, you can say it backwards, which is so good It's like, it's little girl for the groupers. I'm really impressed with that. Thank you. I'm really
1: impressed with that. I was single that. for many years. I can tell. I don't think you're wrong there. Huh? No, I wasn't. Uh...
0: I mean, they also spell it in the musical, and that's also why it's ingrained in my head.
1: Do you know. I always talk about names that I can't spell Naomi's, Chloe's. Yes. Yeah. Brian. Tim, Tom. Ben. Brian. Yeah. I always put brain. 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 Brian. Okay. So I'd never be able to spell supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, No. Even though you think of it as something quite atrocious. Well, the tune's there. Um, anyway, let's have a day. Yes. Lots to catch up on. Lots there's to talk about. Can we big, all-
0: There's a what? Big elephant in the room right behind us. All right. I'm trying to lose weight.
1: oh you look great.
0: Well, we're getting there. Oh,
1: God, spread spreading my face, that.
0: <laughs> You've never minded before. <laughs> Thank you. Stop. Oh, good lord. Jordan. William's
1: recording um, his other podcast after this, so he's yeah. getting, <laughs> getting pissed. Jonathan
0: and I always go and have a gin and tonic at three o'clock before we record. Do you? Yes.
1: You're like, um, what's I won't need to today. You're like that new book that's come out about the Queen's sister, Margaret. New book? Yeah, it's like a book. And apparently she had a little vodka and to oh, yes, me up, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, she was she was sloshed. I don't think it's a new book, though. No, it is. In, I think it was Mail Online. Mam Darling? It? Or is there another one? I think there's another one. Oh, good. Well, I love it, Princess Margaret. You should write a real book. Mm, yeah, maybe. Mm. Don't anyway. have the time. Anyway, who should we toast to? Well, look. Obviously, last week, uh, sadly, uh, Steve Wright, the radio presenter, oh, died. Oh. Indeed, you announced it on Radio 1, didn't you? Yeah, it was. I didn't announce it, but... No, but you you were the first person on Radio 1 to talk about it. Yeah, he Obviously, was. That's where Steve started his career.
1: The word legend is used too much, but he was a legend. And he inspired so many radio DJs, like a generation. Chris Moyles, who I loved mm. and admired, was inspired by Steve Wright. His show was great. You, lo- you was. I'd say, one of his biggest fans.
0: I was one of his biggest fans and, and again, I've said this before in this podcast that uh, you obviously as a child listened to Moyles going in. We listened to Terry Wogan and Radio 2 and then going back from school, we'd always listen to Steve Wright. Um, so I think from age 10 he started on, on Radio 2 and then when my first book, The Bluffer's Guide to Etiquette came out, I was invited on Steve Wright's show and, and there I remained on and off until 2020 and so many opportunities... From that came from me doing that show, including mm. me doing the Edinburgh Festival, and all sorts of other wonderful things. So I'm incredibly grateful that Steve, particularly as everyone has said last week when he when he did die, he he made you feel the center of attention. He always gave a good interview. Uh, you felt on top of the world, and it was like talking to uh, a very close friend, someone that you knew, even though actually, as we know, he was incredibly private. Um so thank you to Steve Wright for giving me and indeed everybody um all those opportunities. And um this is to you. Steve. To Steve. Ooh. That is very strong today, George. Sorry. So That is, is incredibly strong. Can we also talk about what you're wearing? Can I say the word maleficent?
1: Maleficent?
0: Yes. You know the witch in Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. With the very high collar.
1: Yeah. See, I'd say more are.
0: Canton. How butch. Did you get that reference? No. He used to... Isn't that a language in Hong Kong?
1: He used to have his... No, that's Cantonese. Oh, then. right, okay. He used to have his collar
0: put. Oh, did he? Up.
1: I just sometimes like to flick a collar up.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh now it's Danny Zuko. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Take your silky... Po- no, what is it? Mm? Take your filthy portals off my silky drawers.
0: That was... I, do you know, I've never seen Greece. Shut the front door. No. You've
1: never seen Grease? No. I used to watch it all the time, as a did. Yeah, kid. well,
0: that explains it. It was one of my favourite films. Was it? Yeah.
1: What's better than a load of 4 year olds playing teenagers in the 50s? <laughs> have you never seen Greece? No. Oh, come off it. You've never I just seen... I don't know if I'd like it. Oh, we, right, we're going to have a little Greece party. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then we'll watch the film. <laughs> I'll grease you up. <laughs> oh
1: God. Never seen... I last no. watched it on New Year's Day a few years ago. Okay. Yeah. Well that's nice. It's great. It's I can't believe you've never seen And Greece. then they did
0: Grease two, didn't they? I've never seen Grease Two, but I've heard it's not was that... No, I was gonna say
1: Grease but... is the word.
0: It's the word. Is oh, the...
1: we could go and watch it in West End. No, it's not on. Is it not? No,
0: it's, it's not be... always on. No, well it's not. It's finished unless is it's it? coming back. I don't think it's coming back. Oh. Flogged it to death. Fair enough. Anyway, how was your holiday? How was mm. Miami? It was lovely, thank you. Yes, I've been on a little little holiday, mini holiday, not a full one. How many a... times a year do you go away? Six, not seven? Not Six or seven. Not Judith Chalmers. You are away a lot. I mean, I go away for work. Yeah, because you're working... Well, I did actually do a bit of work in Miami, actually. Oh, yeah, you did yeah. some writing. I did do some writing. But how was it? It was very nice, thank you. We'd never been to Miami. We just wanted some winter sun. It was quite cloudy, ha-ha. But anyway, we, it was better weather than it was over here. Um, it's a funny old place, Miami. Is it? Yes. But it's very nice. We'd definitely go back. Did you go um, roller skating down the bou- boulevard? <laughs> no. In and- <laughs> hot pants and cropped up. No, because why do something away that I do at home anyway? Oh, OK. So, yeah. yeah, fair enough. Um, no, there wasn't. I thought there would be a bit more of that around because I'm one of my one of my favourite films is The Birdcage. Have you seen that? With, yes, yeah. I have. And I that's... actually went to see the play. It was one of the first shows yes. I went to see in the West End. Le Cage aux Folles. La Cage yeah. aux Folles. Yeah. And we went and visited the filming location. It's just on the on South Beach and walked past that. And I just sort of in my head, I thought there would be loads of drag queens and people on roller skates and, as you say, hot pants. But um, it was quite sort of. And I mean this in the nice, nicest way, American listeners, generic Florida, rather than particularly quirky. But it was, yeah, it was it was fine. In fact, when we were walking, we had a delicious meal um, down at, right at the, at the tip of um, Miami Beach on South Beach. And we were walking back up and I desperately needed the loo. And so I said to Mike, I said... Number one and number the- two. Number one, if you need to know, okay. And I don't know why you need to know, but I need to... because I need to know. Like, okay. if it's number one, you're like, well, oh, you can wait. If it's number two, it's... well, I couldn't. I couldn't wait. Okay. I should have really gone when we left the restaurant, but there was a queue. So anyway, we're walking. I said to Mike, "Look, we're gonna have to get. We're just gonna have to get a, a taxi back to the hotel. I need. I need to go." Anyway, and as I was saying that, we then sort of continued further up, and there was a public uh, block of lavatories. You know, public loo's. Where's this started, going? Oh. I'll just go in there, but then as I sort of walked towards it, I turned to Mikey and it sort of was quite quiet. I went, "What happens if it's like a, a local cottaging spot?" Mm-hmm. And do you know what Mikey said to me? Do you want me to go in first then? Said <laughs> so with no sense of irony. I said, "No, I do not." Anyway, I went in.
1: I'll go in first. Don't
0: worry. Yeah. So uh, it's not a local cottaging spot, sadly. <laughs> um, but I was I was relieved in one way.
1: Okay. Is that all you've got from your trip to Miami?
0: Uh, oh, no. No, my new favourite phrase that I've, I've had a couple of times said to me, I think when I went to New York last time, I said that I had noticed that all the Americans go, when you walk in somewhere, they go, welcome in, which irritates me because it's just welcome is absolutely fine. You don't need that preposition on the end. And then uh, now they'll say in a restaurant, they'll come up to you, your server will come up to you and say, hello, I'm... Veronica, I'll be guiding your experience today.
1: Oh, wow, well, okay.
0: Guiding your well, Well, Veronica, let me tell you how that experience was half an hour later when the food was late, cold, and then you want to charge 20% service. Poor Veronica. Poor Veronica. Anyway.
1: Did, did you get recognised by any Miami and D There were a couple, yes. Did you? Yes. Or was it mainly for the TikToks?
0: Uh Both. Wow! Yes, Nathan at uh, at Miami Airport baggage reclaim came and said hello. Said that he often listens to us on the in the gym and falls off various equipment, laughing. Oh, oh. nearly does. Was he
1: proper Miami? Oh my God! No, he was British. Oh,
0: yeah. (laughs) ruined that job <laughs> <laughs> sorry but it was very nice it was just nice to get away really okay. oh talking of which brought you some treats oh have you yeah. I've got me. I braces. brought everybody some treats oh, I mean it's go. a fitting in the in the week that Steve Wright dies and he pioneered zoo zoo format we've got half the studio full of oh, we've got people
1: half of audio always here today I oh, brought everyone some caramel m and then. you are no these are so bad so you can all share
0: these later thank
1: you, you you can share them I'll take these <laughs> Oh, why have you got these? He's all
0: hot. Thank you. You know they're my favourite.
1: They're mine as well. Oh, cheers. That's a pleasure. Thank you.
0: What else been going on? Uh, oh, what else? Well, Jordan, mm-hmm. in a minute, I'm going to ask you how your week's been, because I don't want this to all be about me. Okay. But we're going to reveal my cloak.
1: Oh, it's, have you got your cloak here?
0: I've got my cloak here. The campman cloak. It's not the campman cloak. That is. That's the, I think that's going to become the campman cape. Okay. But this is my cloak. Can I ask, is it
1: covered in A, sprinkles, <laughs> B, sparkles or C, spunk? Not yet. Oh, OK. There's time, yet. Yeah. There's <laughs> no, always time. The episode is still young. Get, you did that, get yourself down to Soho and there'll be uh, <laughs> plenty of opportunities for that. How are you? Yeah. Did you have a nice birthday? Yeah, it was lovely, thank you. I Good. got some Stan Smiths. Uh, trainers, right? So I've been wanting for a while. I got. Oh, Barack Obama wears those, doesn't he? I think he might do yes. actually. I got some uh, a bath bomb, which was nice. <laughs> and you were how old? Uh, yeah, someone. Yeah, someone said Are you like a twelve year old girl. And I got uh, some pillow spray. And um, what, what was what's the scent? I I don't know, but it's only meant to be one spray. It's from um, Lush. Oh. I got a face mask as well. Oh, right. That mask of minity, that one I got you. Yeah, yeah. God,
0: wow. That was like series
1: one or two of this podcast. Still, Still use that. Do you? Every now and then, yeah. Trying to think what else I did. Um, yeah, I got one of Wendy's... Potato peelers. ...moon pig cards Oh, that she sends with a picture on. Oh. It's like, extra, extra, read all about it. It's Jordan's 34 today. Oh, that's sweet. Yes, yeah, so that was good. Saves um, on the postage as well. Yeah, I went out for a nice meal. Yeah. Good. Yeah. What, was... what sort of
0: meal? Um, yeah. Nando's. You went? I doubt very much. You went out for Nando's. It was um, a three-star Michelin restaurant. Okay. You see, now it's interesting that you said that because what I meant was, was it French, Italian, Spanish, Indian? Whereas Jordan North has gone straight to the star rating. What type of cuisine was it, Jordan? It was um, it was
1: uh, it was really nice. It was, it was... <laughs> <laughs> That's that special type of cuisine. It was a treat. I was very lucky. It was be- it was a wonderful experience. That's lovely. Yeah, well, it
0: was. I'm glad you enjoyed it.
1: Yeah. I will always say my favorite restaurant's Franco's in
0: Preston. I'm sure that's just what a three-star Michelin restaurant wants to hear. No, cuz it was great.
1: It's completely different, but Franco's yes. in Longridge in Preston is my Is that Italian? my number 1. Favourite, yeah, restaurant. What,
0: to, well, if we all? If anyone is going to go to Franco's in Longridge, yeah. what do they order?
1: So this is what I used to get every time, without fail, when I was at Rocket Fair. I used to go every Thursday because it's half-price menu. <laughs> so I'd start with a pint of Foster's. <laughs> then I'd get prawn cocktail, cheesy garlic bread, spaghetti meatballs, house glass of red, and then a Peroni to finish. Sometimes tiramisu if I was feeling...
0: Hang on, so the only food you you ate was cheesy garlic bread and a prawn cocktail? And spaghetti meatballs. Oh, and spaghetti meatballs. Yes.
1: Yeah. That was the... That's still my ultimate favourite restaurant. When were you last there? I went in the summer when Lucas was born, my nephew. Ah, okay. Yeah, I took my brother because he lives just around the corner from it. Does he love it as well? Yeah. Every, everyone in Longridge and Preston loves it. It's and always busy.
0: Is it... When you took me to that Indian restaurant in Burnley when we did our state visit, we had to bring our own alcohol. Is Franco's license? Yeah, Franco's yeah, license. That's properly licensed. Yeah.
1: It's, it's in Longridge. Check it out. It's fantastic. Um, also this weekend... Mm. Um, I was asked, and I think this would be very good to you, if you was a supermarket, who would you be? Who would you say you'd be?
0: I mean, really? Yeah. Waitrose. Yeah.
1: Okay. Right. Or even Harrods? Well, it's not a supermarket.
0: It's a department store. With okay. A food hall.
1: What about, you'd be Fulton and Mason?
0: Yes, probably. Yeah.
1: Okay. I thought I'd be Booves, which is... To so our friends down south, a northern trail, isn't it? Yeah, it's northern, but it's it's done all right for itself.
0: Okay. <laughs> Have I changed? <laughs> right. Booths also goes to three star Michelin restaurants. It was beautiful. It was really. It was. I've never
1: been to a three star.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I've like, been to a four star. There's no such thing. Is there not? Oh, actually, I don't know actually, but it was nice. Lots okay. of bread. Right. Anyway, so you hang on. You lead a horse to water and then it eats the bread.
1: Because it's like small picky bits, so you know what I'm like.
0: <laughs> anyway. Um, what supermarket would you be? I said I'd be Booth's. And yeah, did various companies say that's not true?
1: No, it was two girls that we'd literally met that were sitting next to us that night. And they said, and I quote, you'd be Aldi because you're a bit rough, but everyone likes you.
0: And how did that go down with And
1: you? I don't know how I feel about that. No. She was like, yeah, because it was in Notting Hill when I was having this conversation. So she was like, yeah, because like even the middle class like Aldi as well. I'm and they go sure, for wasn't. bits. I was like, right. Okay. I just don't know where. I, I don't know what I feel. I don't know how I feel about that. Mm. Mm. Aldi. I mean, I lo- oh, Why I've, not Lidl? Well, have you heard the latest? Remember a few weeks ago, mm. we got an email to say that there's a Lidl opening near us. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Now, where Wilco used to be, there's an Aldi opening as well. Wow. I am going to be like a pig in shit when they both open. You can be in yourself. I, because I'll go Lid- Which is quite a talent. I'll go Lidl for me um, bakery, yeah, mm. and me bits, and then I'll go Aldi for me, like, uh, Your meats. cold cuts, me meats. They do really good cheese, great wine. So I'm going to be, I can't
0: wait. Lovely. Yeah. Well, that's... Jordan North supermarket review. Come on then, are we going
1: to see this cape?
0: Yes. All right. Well, it's behind that curtain. I'm just going to go and get it. Okay. Talk amongst yourselves.
1: Well, I can't because it's me. Should we have some M&Ms? Can I keep a full one of these? Yes, if you want to. Oh my God, what is that? It's my cape. You look like Paddington Bear. (laughs) That's a proper cape.
0: It's great, isn't
1: it? You look like Papa Smurf. Put the hood up again. Well, no,
0: because the hood, hood, uh, it's quite tight and restrictive. So what's the purpose of a cape? Just to keep you warm. (laughs) Okay. It's arrived at completely the wrong time of year because it's getting quite, well, it's 15 degrees today. It's getting quite mild, isn't it? But I'll be ready for the winter. Okay.
1: I mean this with the utmost respect. Don't wear that in the cinema.
0: In the cinema? Yeah, you
1: look like a flasher. (laughs) Honestly. You look like it. In fact, I don't know if you could wear that in public. Make sure you're with someone while you wear that. Yes,
0: I, I've also been told I'm not wearing it when I'm in the presence of my husband.
1: Yeah, I can I can agree. Don't be like walking behind anyone when you're wearing that. Oh, give us another one.
0: I'm now removing it.
1: Do you know I watched Twenty Four Hours in Police Custody, right? <laughs> and this guy got done for flashing, but because he was had a strap on on. I'm sorry. He was wearing a strap no, on. No, that was the Met. Oh, it was the Met. I watched that too. Oh, was it not? Yes. Anyway, and because it was a doesn't strap count. on, yeah. it doesn't count
0: as flashing. Yeah, I think that's ridiculous.
1: I was like, you dirty... Pe-. He was like flashing his strap on
0: at people. Mm, no, that was the Met. Oh, okay. Love the Met. Yeah, Got it's really good. Christmas, yeah.
1: Anyway, I, I love the cloak, the cape. Mm. But, um, good. Yeah. Can we just get a big lightning up the back of it and just sprinkle sparkle smoke <laughs> on the
0: back? <laughs> we could repurpose it. Okay. Are you ready, Jordan, for quite possibly the most exciting thing we have ever done on this podcast? It's like an episode of Show and Tell This, isn't it? It is. It's a big day. Cloak day, M&Ms, and I'll turn the iron on now. William has brought in his actual ironing board. Now, it's not Could an you ironing... you press that button down there?
1: It's not an ironing board that you and I would probably use when we're mm. ironing our clothes. It's an... it's a... what the hell's that it's noise? It's just heating up. It's a contraption. It's it, an ironing system. It looks like something from the 1930s. Okay, well, and how? because it's quite modern. Can I ask, how did you get that into the studio today? So, did you not get on the today. Tube?
0: No, I did not get it on the tube. So yesterday I put it in the back of my car and I drove in and a uh, lovely A.V. Adam came and met me downstairs. And I think, I don't know in, what in Adam's head he thought he was collecting, maybe just an iron. And... I, it, it collapses and it, it collapses into the lining board size, but it's obviously thicker. And Adam had to wheel that along the road and up very sweetly so that I didn't need to take it on the tube this morning. And then at the weekend, I'll collect it and take it home. Why Why didn't you just get a, an Uber in today? Uh, it's a good point. But I, I felt I would rather, because you don't know how big the Ubers are going to be.
1: I wish I had time to bring irons in on a Wednesday afternoon.
0: Aren't you writing a book? Yes, I am. Okay. It was a, it was a, It was a two hour round trip to do that to bring an iron in for ironing demo are you going to show me how I'm to I'm going iron. to in a, I've, brought, I've washed two shirts can I, can I go first or
1: do you want to go first yes
0: I'm go, I want to see how you iron naturally iron okay where you start because a lot of g and have got in touch with me to ask when is it's just heating up if you hear that noise it's got its own... So should we describe it? Well, it's an ironing board with... Yes, but the iron itself is built into the board. And in the sort of the legs of the board is the water tank. And it heats up. And it's got a hard water filter built in because we live in London and hard water a can... Tank. Uh, ...damage the iron. And inside the iron board itself is a vacuum system. And it sucks and blows depending on which button you press. And it helps you not a bit like get... like yourself... Helps you not crease the fabric. Okay. Femic. Right. Right. Shall we have some shirts? Right. So we're currently
1: at William's contraption of an ironing board. It's an ironing system. I do feel like we're on QVC. Really? Yeah. Yes.
0: So, William, what have you got for us today, please? Well, I've got one of my shirts. Okay. That is washed, freshly washed, but it's not ironed, and I thought you could iron it.
1: Now, can I iron first? Yes. Right. Okay. So I'm just unbuttoning William's shirt. Here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? That's alright. It's it's okay, very... so you're starting with the front panel. Yes, of the shirt. Right. That is incorrect. What is What the? What's that noise? And then you just where's the where's the puff? There, there. Just just, just here. Just here. Oh. No, try not to hold it on the fabric for too long because this is a bespoke shirt.
1: Where's the water?
0: There's no water.
1: What? You need your spray? No. What? Oh that, Oh my god, that's good. Look at crease on that. Why is it puffing up? Where's that air coming from? Well,
0: do you want to turn it to
1: suck? Oh, this is nice. How much did it set you back?
0: Uh, don't ask.
1: I'm actually really impressed with that. Do you want to, show, do you want to swap sides and show me how
0: you, it? Right, well a lot of G&Dvers are asking where you start with a shirt, and the answer to that is on the collar and on the underside. Now, don't, when you iron, go across in one direction. You only go to the middle, and then you turn the shirt around and do the other side to the middle, otherwise you get lopsided collars over time, and we don't want that. Now the beauty of this and this high pressure, uh, deep, micro-steam system is that it doesn't need ironing on both sides. You only need to iron everything on one side. Yeah, you don't iron on both sides anyway. Well, you should on a conventional iron. No, you shouldn't. Then no. after the collar, you turn to the to the arms, mm-hmm. and with ironing, with any type of iron, not just this luxury ironing system, the more work that you can do with your hands just to get it all nice and flat, the more time you save. You loving this? I think. I think we need
1: to bring back producer bad. <laughs> I think standards are slipping.
0: If you do have any questions, if you do have any questions on ironing G and Divas, let us know. Well, I think this has been highly worth <laughs> the time.
1: When was the last time you had intercourse? <laughs> have you ever had intercourse on the ironing? No! Board? Is it sturdy enough?
0: No, it's not. Can
1: I get on it? No, you can't! What are you bringing in next week? Your toilet?
0: No, lavatory. Lavatory, shower, washing machine. Could bring in my vacuum cleaner. Could bring in your Hoover, yeah. Mm. That would work. It's not a Hoover, it's a vacuum. Hoover's a brand. If you are interested, by the way, g and in, in the interest of infotainment, I will write it up and we'll put it in our newsletter.
1: Lovely. Uh, now, before we go on to the listeners' problems and dilemmas for this week, we are going to get William Hanson's etiquette of the week.
0: Yes, and I thought, as it is a leap year, we talk about why can women propose... On a leap year.
1: I'm not being funny, but it's 2024. Women can propose any.
0: I completely agree with you on that. But there is this sort of adage that is dying as, as life begins to, to move uh, on, that a woman could propose to her partner on the 29th of February because it's a leap year. We'll okay. talk about why that is. Did you know, however, it's a bisectile year? I beg your pardon. We are in currently a bisextile year. A bisextile year? What's that? Yes, it's another name for leap year. Oh, okay. Because it means two sixes. Oh, of course. So we're in a bisextile year. Right. Which is Uh, good to know. We're going to find out why women can propose
1: in a leap year after these messages.
0: Now, this next bit of the podcast is brought to you by Indeed. We've been working with them for the last couple of weeks to bring you some career guidance and inspiration.
1: They are the UK's number one job site, which makes finding better work easier and more effortless.
0: You can look up a company's work well-being score which helps you discover companies that are prioritising the things you care about when it comes to work well-being.
1: Things like feeling appreciated, feeling accepted for who you are, being encouraged to learn new skills and many, many more. Is that what a good job is meant to feel like?
0: Well, yes. And to give everyone an idea of how it works, you and I, Jordan, are going to complete the survey as employees of Help I Sexted My Boss. Oh, God. Wish us luck. Okay. It's a shame Ben isn't here to do it, but I'm sure, Jordan, you can stand in for him. Um, Maybe you could pretend to be Ben for us and give us your fantastic impression. Hi, guys. Okay, so I'm going to read out some statements and then score them from one to five. One being, I strongly disagree, and five being, that you strongly agree. Am I doing this as Ben? You are doing this as Ben. So just everything's negative. Here's the first one I feel very happy at work most of the time. You can't have minus numbers. One. Okay. But I do sometimes chuckle in the background, so three. (laughs) Uh, And what parts of creating the podcast, Ben, make you feel the happiest? Um, When they finish. (laughs) Could you touch on a time when you weren't entirely happy in a previous role? Um, No, we don't have that long. Okay, we'll move on to the next one. My work has a clear sense of purpose. Producer Ben, how would you score that? One being low, five being high. Uh.
1: Well, I don't think anyone knows what a podcast
0: producer does, so one. Are you any closer to achieving this goal? I don't know. Should we go on to the next one? Yeah. Okay, answer this one as Jordan now. Forget Ben, he's gone. He's gone off back to South America. I feel stressed at work most of the time. One being low, five being completely agree. Five. Do you feel stressed coming here?
1: Eh...
0: I'm just stressed this is, all the time, aren't I? This is the I? fun palace. Yeah,
1: this is the fun palace. No, I'm joking. Uh, two, sometimes I get a little stressed. Cause what, I, what causes you stress? Well, sometimes I don't <laughs> like know if I've got enough to talk about and if it's going to be funny. Mm. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, fair enough. But i buzz off that. You like the, the adrenaline. hmm yeah. Okay, and final one. Overall, I'm completely satisfied with my job. Five of you completely agree. One of you completely disagree. Five.
1: I know, four. There's always room for improvement.
0: What there
1: is, that's don't a roller
0: get, coaster of.
1: Don't get complacent. Got to keep reinventing yourself. That's why we're replacing
0: you next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, how marvelous! I think we've we've all learned that Ben's. Absolutely miserable in his job and you're relatively happy. Very much so. Which is nice.
1: Do you know what? We joke around a lot, um, but actually doing that has been quite helpful. It's been really useful.
0: Yes, it's really eye-opening to reflect and figure out what is important to us when it comes to work.
1: And it's super helpful to be able to see how a company treats its employees, especially if you're thinking of working there. That is so important. You need to know the culture.
0: Yes, You can look up a company's work wellbeing score right now on thousands of Indeed's company pages and it'll tell you before you apply to anything if the company is aligned with your needs. Oh wow, can you actually do that? Survey? Yes. So you can check their work wellbeing score? You can. That's
1: a game changer.
0: To find great places to work, head to indeed.com. It's William, William, the etiquette geek, his knowledge, knowledge is quite unique. He'll give you
1: manners, manners a subtle tweak. It's time for William's etiquette, etiquette, monology of the week. Thanks for sticking with us, Gene Divas. It's now time for William Hansen's Etiquette Etymology of the Week. Why are women allowed to propose in a leap year?
0: It's 2024, you can propose when you want. Yes, well, 2024 is also a leap year, and it's traditionally um, on the 29th of February. It's rather antiquated, as Jordan says, that women can propose uh, to men. Well, as you know, a leap year is not 365 days, but in fact it's 365, 2,422, which is basically... Uh, 3,065 and a quarter. So basically to tidy all that up, old Julius Caesar in Rome invented the Julian calendar uh, and the leap year decreeing that every fourth year it would have an extra day. That was decreed as the 29th of February. According to some sources, it was the Irish St Bridget who complained to St Patrick that women waited too long for men to propose, and St Patrick suggested that they could have every four years on the 29th of February. However, there is no record of this supposed ancient tradition before the 19th century. Um, Another legend is that Queen Margaret of Scotland made it law in 1288. Uh, that a man must accept a leap year proposal, but there's no such record of the law, and Queen Margaret was five at the time, so I think that's unlikely. However, more likely is that basically, as the 29th of February was an extra day, most people considered that on that day, traditions did not imply. Uh, and actually, did you know, it was interesting researching this, uh, in English law, that day does not exist. So, leasees cannot sign leases for flats, for houses, for anything on the 29th, and those born on the 29th, legally have to register their birth as the 1st of March. Oh, okay. So it is a non-day. And basically because it is a non-day, that's sort of where this tradition, probably more recent than people think, has started of women can propose to men. But as you say, it is 2024. Anyone of any gender can propose to anyone on any day. I always think it'd blag your mind if you were born on 29th of Feb. Wasn't um, Cam in Modern Family born on the 29th? Was he? Yes. My Um, favourite Modern Family character. And I think there's a a joke where Mitch in public says something like, oh my, I I wish you were just that sort of young innocent four-year-old I first fell in love with and obviously people hear it and it's awkward. Yeah. I think is the joke. Okay.
1: Good show. Right. It's a great show. I'm re-watching it again. At the oh, moment. are you? Nice. I love it. Okay, shall we go on to the listeners' problems and dilemmas, please, William Hanson?
0: Yes, lovely. Okay, our first one is from Dr. Matthew Cook, PhD. An actual doctor listening to Help By Sex and My Boss. Yeah, well, PhD. is It's academic. Not medical Even better Yes Dear William Jordan and C.E. Stewart Please could you advise me on the best good manners and diplomacy I could employ when I move in with my fiancé and bring my furniture with me The problem is my fiancé's taste is different from mine and my furniture is frankly better than his Oh Such a gay dilemma I have handmade leather park and old sofas and antique mahogany Whereas he has mass produced pieces from various high street shops and that don't have the same quality finish as mine wasn't parkinol in your school the year below you how do i diplomatically replace most of his furniture without upsetting my fiance's feelings yours sincerely dr matthew cook phd dr matthew cook um this is a tricky one Mm. this is a
1: tricky one because it has been said to me that i i tend to have and I quote Karen tendencies. Yes, you do. I've been accused of if, if the house could be how I wanted it to be, it'd be live laugh love everywhere. Yeah. Um so Which it is
0: in your mum's house, isn't it? She has signs. She has lots of signs. You've, yes. you've talked about this previously. Like it's Gina Clark or yeah.
1: if you sprinkle when you tinkle, please be sweet and wipe the seat, that type oh, of thing. And yeah. A home isn't a home until it's got love in it, you know. Almost. Oh god. Yeah. So um I when you're moving in with someone, I think, and you probably had this with Mikey. You probably, what are you saying? we probably had different styles and tastes, but you've just got to let them, that person have a couple of things that they want. Don't mm. make them feel left out because they won't feel like the house is theirs. I
0: completely agree. It's all about compromise. And just over time, I think anyone, whether even flatmates, yeah. when I've had flatmates live with me and they have seen quality my quality items on display, you adjust. They adjust. Yeah, they do. So I would, if, if I would say what is more important than furniture, whether it's come from a high-end store or a low-end store, is your relationship, Matthew. And so I would prioritise that, not your furniture. And you see it all on
1: TikTok and stuff as well of people, couples moving in and mm. soft furnishings and stuff. Just do it over time and they'll slowly come acquired They'll come accustomed to your acquired taste. They'll come.
0: They'll grow accustomed to your place. There you go. Um, okay, this is from Sophie. Hi, William Jordan, EPB and Spirit, Avi Adam, and Chairman Emeritus Stewart. He's not dead <laughs> today. Oh, he uh... texted me. Did he? Yeah. What's he, he said?
1: Me. He said uh, he texted me on my birthday. Oh, that's nice. And he texted me a picture of him and Cat. Were uh, they were they
0: clothed in this happy one? Happy birthday, mi
1: amigo. We've just walked to Machu Picchu. So sorry for the delay. There's a picture of him and Kat.
0: Yes, I saw it.
1: I replied saying, oh, thanks, guys. Thank you. That looks amazing. Truly. Hope you had a great day. That's all. Well,
0: wow, that's fascinating yeah. insight into your phone. Thank, Thank you very you. much. This one's from Sophie. Hi, William Jordan, EPV and Spirit Avi Adam and Chairman Emeritus Stewart. Today I went to the doctor's surgery and in the waiting room I saw a very handsome man who was just my type baseball cap baggy trousers the works mm. sounds a catch when his appointment was called his name appeared on the screen so i swiftly looked on instagram and found his profile straight away oh, that's a bit weird. okay but also fair play you also but you don't know what he was at the doctor's for yeah if you had clap, you probably wanted to avoid yeah
1: well no i don't know. know we haven't clapped you can't clap shame you can't sti shame
0: oh i see my question is, would following him and saying hello be a huge invasion of privacy or am I just maximising my chances of meeting my Prince Charming? Much love, Sophie. Well, you're
1: not a doctor or you don't work at the surgery, so slide into those DMs, Sophie.
0: Yeah, but then it's like, well, hi, how did you find my profile?
1: Well, you just say, I. <laughs> it'll be a very funny story when you're married with two kids. I you, don't think it's going to get that far. D- see, you never know. You've got to shoot your shot sometimes, so slide into those DMs. Sorry? Shoot your shot.
0: Well, I think she that's what she hopes he does.
1: Well, no, it's a saying. So, okay. so I'd do it. If you've got his thing, you just slide and say, Hey, how are you? Right. I Don't mention that you've seen him in the doctor's surgery. I wouldn't surgery go up first. in the
0: doctor's surgery. I wouldn't go up and say hello, actually there in the doctor's surgery, which is what Sophie's asking. And presumably that moment's gone. Mm. I think you have to, if you are going to slide into DMs, I think you've either got to do a little fib, such as, thinking on top of my head, something like, uh, oh, I've got a friend with you. I thought you were my friend, actually, but I looked at your profile and thought no, you are quite attractive. They'll see right through it. Just
1: slide in. I just think in, that's In a weird couple of though. weeks, if
0: the dates are going well, if you go on a date,
1: just say, look, I, you were in my doctor's and I looked your name up. And just be honest from there. But do it. Go for it.
0: Okay, well, let us know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, this next one is from L. Oh, you... What if it was what? Like,
1: quite serious. I think it was.
0: Well, you better get on with it.
1: Yeah. True. Yeah.
0: Dear William and Jordan, "Mabuhay," which is a Filipino greeting, or "Mabuhay," I think it might be pronounced. I'm one of your Filipino listeners, and I have a food culture dilemma for you. After 25 years of residing in Italy, my cousin, where they do good Italian food, we learned last week. My cousin recently, but not so much good. They can't get good Chinese or. Right, where should I go for a good Chinese? Well, anywhere in the UK, really. does, <laughs> Or China. Or China, yeah. yeah. After 25 years of uh, residing in Italy, my cousin recently took a little trip to her native Philippines. Her partner, a fine middle-aged Italian man whom we've never met, accompanied her. On the evening of their arrival, my mother hosted a small family reunion where she prepared various homemade Filipino dishes, oh. including a Filipino-style spaghetti. Oh. It's a sweetened bolognese-style dish traditionally made with hot dogs and banana ketchup. Banana ketchup. Have you ever had banana ketchup? Can't say I have. No. But have respect for people's cultures,
1: please, William
0: Hansen. I'm not! I was laughing at banana ketchup. You'll get it in a minute. Oh. But apparently it's a fruit ketchup condiment made from banana sugar, vinegar and spices. Isn't brown sauce made from apples? Oh, possibly. I don't know. There's definitely vinegar, I think, in brown sauce. Anyway, anyway, I'd like to try some banana ketchup. Initially, I was a little hesitant about serving this dish as I didn't want him to think we were mocking traditional Italian food, but I brushed off my reservations and served it up. He noticed the orange-coloured pasta and was curious about the ingredients. When I told him, it became clear that he was unimpressed. Was I wrong to serve up the dish? Lots of love, L. No, you weren't.
1: And can I just say, I ta- like, I've, again, been watching it on TikTok, Italians get very fussy about their food. If you like... Eat a pizza with a knife and fork, or you put the wrong cheese on some pasta, they
0: lose their Mm. shit, don't Mm. they? They do, or use a spoon. To be fair,
1: the Spanish are like that as well.
0: Yes. I think most can't, I mean, the French can be fairly
1: dictatorial. When I was filming, yeah, you'd probably, the British can as well, to be fair. Everyone can. So it doesn't matter. People had twists on it. You know, paella, it's Mm. never had chorizo or prawns in.
0: Right. What's it normally got? It's
1: just, it's usually. Kayaya, traditionally, mm-hmm. is like rabbit, um, It's loads of different meats. I think chicken, maybe a bit of, yeah, it's like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's
0: a bit like cassoulet, which is a French dish, which is like a French stew, sort mm. of. Similar concept. I believe was only done with things like goose in it. But Julia Child, the American um chef turned it into chicken because yeah. she thought american housewives weren't going to be cooking goose and now ca- most cassoulet you get anywhere is chicken
1: so it's yeah people had their own little sprinkle on it sprinkle sparkles. <laughs> and,
0: <hopefully, laughs> and if you were lucky <laughs> yeah
1: it's like um it's like uh, what's it called with cream in something here hmm. it has got something got cream in carbonara carbonara thank you Steve. oh Joe,
0: don't put carbonara in don't put cream in carbonara
1: yeah but a proper carb I actually
0: prefer proper carbonara but the one my mum made she used to make it with cream so of it's she did. fine but yeah um, no you didn't what i would it. say to l is when you are presenting and actually this goes whether you're in the philippines over here in italy when you have friends around and you present something to them you go this is da-da-da-da-da. You, know, you introduce the dish they haven't ordered it so they need to know what they're eating yeah So I think you go, this is a Filipino style dish. And don't insult it and don't be like, Otherwise he might think you have tried to serve up spaghetti bolognese and then he'd be like, well, this is not Italian spaghetti bolognese. But of course it isn't.
1: You insulted my culture when I made you corned beef hash and you said it was like cat sick. Well, it was. I'll never forget that. I was genuinely, and my ancestors were insulted by that as well. Your
0: ancestors? Yeah. Okay, well, cancel me. Yeah,
1: so just be wary of people's cultures and stuff.
0: Okay, I'm sorry. You made me that bloody... The tuna thing that you're going to still go on about. It's awful. I don't know why I cook tuna. I hate... I, well, I don't hate tuna. Do you but... not remember making it? No, I can't, but you have... It's in your little book. It's not. That's the thing. You have a... It's not in that book, my hostess book. Maybe it was beef. Beef. Me, don't my beef... I've always done nice beef.
1: Yeah, you have, to be fair.
0: Anyway, this is from Tony. Dear William and Jordan I'm glad you've not had us round in ages? No No yeah. And you've got uh, Cheap and James come in Well, yeah, I haven't had them round for about four years You've been several times okay. I'll have you round Okay I'm very busy at the moment This is from Tony Dear William and Jordan Wait in
1: the book And get a book deal I'm
0: not bothered <laughs> Dear William and Jordan On a recent trip to the local convenience store I was faced with a queuing dilemma How British, although they've said convenience store. I was second in line when the checkout lady called forward the person in front of me. They did not approach the till. They were fumbling through the chocolates a few steps away from the till. The options appear to be either Kit Kat or Double Decker. I'm not sure why... Kit Kat, any day week. I'm not sure why it was so difficult. Give me four fingers any day. Lol. She was again called forward. Just two for me. But... Two? Yeah, was too much.
1: (laughs) It is just two we approve, right? Okay,
0: she kept fumbling maybe four at the weekend, yes, (laughs) when you've sprayed your pillow. So I overtook her. So I overtook her and went ahead to the checkout. At that moment, the fumbling person at the front of the queue started making a huge scene because I had pushed ahead, shouting how rude I was. Should I have been patient and just waited, or was I right in moving forward in the queue? Love the show and keep up the great work, Tony. It's a tough one, this, because both times I've been
1: like, do uh, you queue or cause sometimes it could take ages? So it's basically when you get to the till... Mm. They've got all the little bits there, and you think, yes. "Oh, do I want that?" And some people tech ages. Yeah, Wendy being one of them, nightmare. Mm. She'll be like ten minutes going, "Oh, do I want them?" Because it's always the offers and stuff in it. Yes. So um, I'd
0: I'd say it's probably right to wait for them. I would say you just you just ask them and go, "Oh, excuse me, I think it's your turn." Yeah. or uh, Am I all right to go ahead? Yeah. Um, and then if you say, "Oh, it's it's your turn," they go, "Oh, I just need to be another minute." So, w- would you mind if I go ahead? I'm in a rush. Yeah. And then hopefully they say yes. Maybe it's fine to ask, but if that was me and
1: I was prattin' about looking at M and Ms, go oh, just go ahead, go in front.
0: They were actually by the till in yeah, CVS. of course they mm. were. Yeah. yeah, couldn't find them. You
1: love CVS and that
0: over there. Don't you, you just the thing. You go into a CVS, which is we should say like a, it's sort of like an American Boots, Be- sort of um, in America, and you walk like they ha- they have pills for everything, and you're like, I don't need postnatal pills, but I suddenly want them. Yeah. I want to buy them. I know. Just because they look so good. It's not
1: like here. So I went in because I feel a bit underweather. I went in boots this week hmm. and I bought Sudafed yes. and Lemsip. Yes. Yeah. And a shower buff. A shower buff. You know, I like a scrunchie. A, oh, a loofah. Yeah, a loofah. Yes. And she was like, we can't serve you both of them. And I thought, well, if we're going to top myself, I'm not going to buy a shower buff, am I? Like... <laughs> like
0: no, right, but you, you save th- The Undertaker's a job.
1: But, so, but it's, I don't, but, so I had to put the Lemsip back. So it's so annoying.
0: So you, hang on, you chose, you chose exfoliated skin over sorting <laughs> no, out your colds. I could
1: still buy the shower buff. <laughs> it didn't have to, it weren't like.
0: Oh, I feel really I ill.
1: But Yeah, but I just, I Once mean. I got I this know,
0: flaky dead skin off, I'll be right as rain. I know
1: it's horrible, but I thought if I were going <laughs> to, like, I'd buy, I wouldn't mm. buy a shower buff, would I?
0: No, because no, that's someone that lasts about yeah. six months. Whereas over in America they don't care. I've said this before, I was still it was I'm a miracle we'd come back from Miami alive. Hair dryer with a slightly dodgy plug. The plug's like next, right next to the sink, like one inch away from the sink. Oh,
1: they don't care. They just
0: want there. you to electrocute yourself. They don't
1: care out there.
0: Yeah. We, we, you know, Anyways. don't put plugs in bathrooms, but anyway. This last one is from Hannah Dearest William Jordan and Stewart, I was waiting in a taxi after a night out when a woman asked me if I had any tissues. I had some gift wrapping tissue paper on me and I asked if that would do. Gift wrapping tissue paper.
1: Yeah, what you put in um, gifts.
0: Yeah. Um, The lady graciously accepted and then told me I would need to help her undress. What? What? So she could stick the tissue paper in her vag as she kept pissing herself. What?
1: I'm sorry, what?
0: I need to read this again. Jesus Christ. I was waiting for a taxi after a night out when a woman woman asked me if I had any tissues. Oh, I see. I had some gift wrapping tissue paper and asked if that would do. Right. Okay. Okay. So she wanted to stick it in her what's-it. So I found myself unzipping a stranger from her bodysuit and holding her clothes at such an angle that would allow her to distribute the tissue paper about her folds. Is it ever okay to ask someone for a tissue to put in your vag? Many thanks, Hannah. Well, Hannah, I'm going to break this to you gently. No.
1: No. I'm, it sounds like this person needs some tenor lady.
0: Yes. Yeah. I think they're called ten a person now
1: no they're ten a ladies oh, okay. and then you've got ten a men Right. And I'll never forget a friend of my mum's once mm. um, really made me laugh because she was training for a half marathon and I asked her how I was <laughs> going and she went I went out for a run last night and she had me ten lady were in tatters <laughs> and I just thought it was so funny <laughs> I won't mention her name because she will uh. kill me I went, how wow. are you running? I showed me ten lady were in tatters. How was she running? Well, yeah, anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. So.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so it does happen. But I mean, I think it, it's okay to ask for tish, woman to woman, I suppose. I, I, I don't know. Why I I'm also
0: think with, with bodysuits, and I've noticed women, well, they're quite sort of fashionable, were quite fashionable a couple of years ago for women to, to wear on nights out. But they're not very practical, are they? The sort of the mm. big ones, because you know, if you do need to go to the loo, you could take the whole thing off. No, unless there's a flap at the back. No, you can. Yeah, it comes round. I think they're easier to use now. Mm. Yeah, but it's
1: probably never okay to ask um, someone for a tissue to put in your
0: bag, and then to stick it up there in front of them mm.
1: is a whole other thing. But
0: if you're leaking,
1: well, mm.
0: I wouldn't have let it get to that point. Well, you can't
1: help it if it does. Do you well, still have those ten of men I got you views, though?
0: No, I don't. I never even opened the box.
1: Did you still have the frayed bent ass pies?
0: Oh yeah, ate it. Delicious. They'll,
1: they'll last forever. Now. Yes,
0: I know that's what I'm worried. I'm full yeah. of ultra processed food. Anyway. anyway. What a what a what a wonderful episode we've had, Jordan. From MMs to irons to tissues. And, and cloaks. Pies. And cloaks. Yeah. Wow. It's been it's got it all. It has. Um
1: I think it's time to wrap up. Okay. Well before we wrap up, can we just um I think it's fair to say this. Can can all the gays stop messaging us about the fake plan behind William as well? <laughs> okay. We know it offends you. We're going to sort it out. Please. <laughs> I think that's fair to say, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. We're going to sort it out. Okay. Mm. Right. And for all the builders, we know it's not real builder's hat in the background as well. Yes. So Bob the Builder one.
0: We're sorting out what goes behind me.
1: Mm-hmm. That'll be a good demonstration (laughs) next week. Thank you for your questions and dilemmas. Remember, you can listen and watch every Tuesday and Friday. And on the next episode, we have more weird eating habits from the Pringles dilemma. Right. And a Gene Diva has been busy on Wikipedia. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. We'll see you on Friday. See you on Friday.
0: Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because rustoleum's new custom spray five and one gives you control with five different spray patterns so you can tackle nooks crannies edges and curves without worrying about drips runs uneven coverage or anything else custom spray five and one only from rustoleum want to find the perfect father's day card Dad deserves better than a drugstore card. This year, surprise him with a special personalized card from Moonpig. You can add your favorite photos and a heartfelt message. Plus, no more worrying about stamps or going to the post office, because we'll mail it for you the same day. Every dad deserves a Moonpig card. Get your first card free with code PODCAST at Moonpig.com.
1: Moonpig.com.